This week's episode of the STS Guys is brought to you by Frisky Britches. Ladies, let's face it. I know you're all guilty of your panties drawer filling up with worn out old and brace yourselves, stained underwear. But that's where Frisky Britches comes in. Each month delivery is a surprise, but always includes two fun and sexy panties for only $14. So if you're looking for a good set of panties, go on over to shopfriskybritches.com and enter the coupon code FBSTS to save yourself 15%. Frisky Britches, get underwear the right way. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to this week's episode of the STS Guys. I'm Jeremy. I'm Leo. Hey, it's Larry. And I'm Scott. This week, episode four of the STS Guys, we have a busy agenda for you. We're talking about it. We have an update to the contest that we're running. We also have an update to this week's buys, a special destination we're visiting, and our new sponsor. Uh, Larry, do you want to talk about our update giveaway? Yeah, sure. Uh, last week, we announced that we would be giving away a BB9E a uh, box launch exclusive Funko Pop once we reach 100 subscribers. Um, we're going to make a slight change to that. We realized that 100 is kind of a big number and we want to give it away a little bit sooner. So um, as soon as we hit 50 subscribers, um, to everyone who liked, subscribes, and commented on the uh, YouTube link for episode number three is going to be entered in that drawing um, to win that exclusive pop. Um, once we reach 100, uh, we were talking, we're going to go ahead and give away another pop. Uh, I don't think we've decided quite which one yet, but... Uh, we'll get that announced after we release the winner of the BB90. So what you're saying is that uh, we were just a little ambitious with the uh, 100 subscriber giveaway. Yeah, well, kind of, right? Well, I wouldn't even necessarily say that. I would say now basically our first 50 are the luckiest first 50 just because now they ha- basically have two entries. Um, our first 50, they literally have to do nothing in order to enter into the second round of, of the prize giveaway. Um, so anybody who entered in is currently entered in right now. Uh, once the, we cap it off at the 50, you are still in the running uh, for the 100 subscribers. So you are, like I said, there's no changes there. Like I said, you will still be entered to win that giveaway. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So look for that. Um, hopefully, we reach 50 this week um, before we get to record episode five. Uh, I think we're at 44 right now. So tell your friends, get everybody to subscribe, and uh, we'll give away that pop real soon. So yesterday, uh, Larry, the Jeremy and Scott and I uh, went to go see the remake It. And uh, before we actually get into the movie, I do have to say, I've never actually seen uh, the original. Um, yeah, I know. So wait, so you don't know the greatness that is Tim Curry? Yeah. I do not. Uh, but I will say, uh, off the bat, loved it. Um, in the conventional sense of, uh, the night is dark and full of terrors. I have to say, like, I was a little, uh, caught off guard with the fact that all the scary stuff happened in broad daylight to these kids. So one of the things I think we should do for this movie is, uh, before we go further into it, is kind of give a non-spoiler, just kind of overall rating for it. Now, out of five, Leo, what do you think? Out of five, um, I'd have to say 3.754. Not quite five. Jeremy. Uh, That's the analyst in you. (laughs) It really is. Jeremy. 
Um, honestly, I'm, I'm going to go a straight three, and I'll give my reasonings here right. in a little bit. All right. I, I'm kind of right in between you guys. Uh, three and a half out of five is me. So, generally speaking, go see the movie. If you like the genre ho- uh, of horror, if you like horror movies, it's a good horror movie, right? It's- uh, yeah. Honestly, if, if you're looking at Stephen King, it's basically the whole like, universe that Stephen King has built. Like I said, this is a great reimagining of... of an entry into that universe. All right. So, from this point on, let's throw that spoiler tag on Spoilers here. alert. Spoilers, Spoilers alert. moving on from here. We're at, let's start going into that movie. So, um, All right. Who wants to kick it off? I, so, the first question. Here. I do have whoa, one whoa, whoa, question. Whoa, whoa. No, we have one question here. Leo, we have to tell you. What was the scariest part of that movie? The scariest part has to be you jumping up in your seat, grabbing my leg, and scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen Leo jump into the fetal position as fast as I have when that occurred. Now, I will say, I am a jumper in scary movies, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, because that's why I love scary movies, is to get that adrenaline run and get that jump and do the whole scared girl thing. Um, but I have to say that 45, or so the first 30 minutes of it, I'm st- looking over to YouTube, because I know it's coming. I, I just know it's about to happen. But I got caught off guard uh, about 45 minutes, an hour into it. I thought I was safe, and sure enough, Freaking Scott just jumps up, grabs my leg, scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so the movie itself, not so bad. The movie itself, me. no, not so, so bad. I mean, I did do the uh, looking off into the top right corner in a couple scenes because you know I knew something was coming. No, uh, but the Georgie, don't die. <laughs> what I do, <laughs> what I love about this movie though is even though you thought something was coming and you're looking off, trying not to get scared, it doesn't happen. And then you're looking, and then it catches you off guard. Yeah. Oh. All so. Right. So, um, since I gave it the lowest rating, uh, I'm going yeah. to give a specific reason why. First up, first up on and, deck. And I here's the thing. I think once I say this thing, and I didn't say this before the podcast for a specific reason, because I, I want to get your guys' genuine reactions. The reason why I gave it a three is specifically because Bill Skargard does such a great job of basically the voice of it, the mannerisms of it, and this, that, and the other. I think they overuse the digital and they don't have enough of Bill Skarsgård talking basically in that character yeah. to basically throughout the entire movie. I, I think they underutilize basically him as an actor, as, an actor as, yeah. as it. I would completely agree. I think I wanted to see more of it and I think they could have dialed up the horror part, which is why I dropped that rating down. I wanted more scares, more, you know, those, those jump scares were, were well-timed. Like normally I... Fucking hate jump scares in movies. Like they are the worst things in the planet because it's just if you can't be scary any other way, you do a jump scare. Like it's right. the shitty right. It's horror not the, movie thing. It's not the suspense. It's the the gotcha. Right, gotcha. Oh, I scared you because I made a loud noise. Like, yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm. It's a fucking theater. I, yeah, a loud noise is gonna scare the shit out of me. Well, and, and here's the thing. So like I was like I said the the one scene in this entire movie that I was super excited to see. Um, like I said, was something that basically it was left to the imagination in the 1990s uh, imagination uh, Im- uh, imagining of this movie was the whole scene with Georgie. And so basically him chasing the boat, they basically take that almost scene for scene and the difference between the 90s and, like I said, and this version was you actually you actually see what happens to Georgie. So right. in the you 90s version, you think like, hey, you know what? You know, Tim Curry is reaching up and pulling his arm in so he's actually pulling his arm off. In this version, you actually see uh, it, Bill Skarsgård, bite his arm and basically bites his arm off. Right. And it actually shows the entire sequence yeah. of it. So and the, it was a great 
opening to that movie. In oh, the original, Georgie is missing his arm. You see that? No, no you don't no. see that nothing. at all. You see him reach for it. Imagination. Yeah. Do you see Georgie at all? You see Georgie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, from that point, the, the scene where he's like, do you want your boat? Reach in and grab it. And he kind of reaches in and you see the motion of what happened in this film occur, but it just fades black. It's a TV movie. They're not going to show a, right. like an eight-year-old getting their shit torn off. Right. All right. So... Moving forward, they, they don't have a lot of that in the old version. A lot of the violence is toned down or it cuts to black. So so now, Jeremy, one thing that uh, I actually found out that's actually, I thought was CG, but was not in the movie, uh, is apparently when you look at it and you see like his eyes are like in two different directions... I always thought, I throughout the whole movie, I thought that was CG. I actually found out today watching an interview with Bill Skarsgård, he can actually just do that. Like, look in two different directions at one time. That's creepy as fuck. That yeah. is it's, creepy. It's fucking creepy. He's got the whole horse thing going. Right, but he's got, yeah, he's got the whole just like, I'm gonna look, he's a chameleon. Like, he looks in like two different directions. Yeah, that's but yeah, just nasty. Apparently, that was just him on set, like, with the contacts, just, I'm gonna look. I'll look one eye this way and one the other way. Like, well, that had to keep creep out the actual kids on set oh, because I, cause I, oh, yes. I watched a, I watched an interview with him on uh, I think it was I think it was Conan um, where he was actually talking about Conan was asking about uh, the the interviews with well, basically the, the interactions with the kids. Oh, I think and, that was Jimmy. I saw that. Oh, yeah, one too. Jim, Jim, yeah. yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon was asking about okay, hey, you know, did you scare the shit out of the kids yeah. like on the set? And actually, the, the kids he the kids basically responded. Loved the kids loved it. Like yeah. so the kids loved him getting in the character. Yeah. Now I think that one of the things that uh, I found interesting about it too was that the director did a lot of the scenes without him first, and then kind of didn't let the kids see him in uh, in costume until they started actually filming the scenes when they were together. Well, I think that's added to it. Like, adds yeah. a genuine reaction right. of, so of, kids, of what's actually happening. Yeah. They said, you know, action, and then this dude shows up in this fucking clown costume. Like, that's gotta be terrifying for a child. Absolutely. So, how would you guys say it would compare to the original, right? The original was made for TV, what, 90s 1990 1990 yeah. 1990 yeah. yeah so a really long time ago right i know scott was talking about cg and stuff it's got to be better effects uh it can be a little scarier so, how, how do you think it compared all right so the biggest thing to answer your question is kind of the, the differences between pennywise himself because i mean 1990 was the ultimate badass of actors was tim curry like Tim Curry killed it. Kills it. In kills the, it. He, he killed it in the 90s. He kills it in the 90s version. Like, Tim Curry kills it in anything that he does. Uh, saying that, though, I have to go and say, I think I like this Pennywise a little bit better. Well, here, I, here's the thing. I like this Pennywise better, but except my, so the only gripe with the movie, kind of like I said before, was the digital aspect. I think right. if they would have cut down that and gave him more of a chance, I think... Honestly, it would have solidified my like, hey, you know what? That's my it movie. Right. Um, because here's the thing. So I actually I can't say that I like one better than the other. I like them both for very, very different reasons. If I said if if I could get basically more Bill Skarsgård in that movie, I think I said it would have bumped it at least up to a four, four and a half for me. Right. So the major difference too that I found is rewatching the old 1990s version. The way Tim Carey voices that character is kind of like you would estimate, like, the old hobo that lives in the train. Like, he has that very deep, gruff voice, right? When Georgie first asks him, or, you know, says, like, oh, I don't talk to strangers, Tim Curry's response is, 
basically the oh mighty fine you know thing that your dad is teaching you there Georgie versus this Pennywise has the more childish version. It's well, more of a clown it's type more of voice. A yeah, Scott, I don't voice. remember if I ever heard the talk like a pirate. Yeah, that's what I was, anyone. That's where I was going. Up. <laughs> I, I don't claim Who to lives be a in voice a pineapple under the, the sewer. Yeah, Pennywise is the dancy clown. Yeah, like he's. I, I like the voice, and it's more like what you'd see back in the day, right? That was kind of the clown, was the... That was way... This one is more childish, I think, and fits more with the kids. Honestly, I think the thing that I liked was uh, the one thing that I, I, I wish Bill Scars would have done, that Tim Curry did, was he did so many like sexually referenced oh, jokes yeah. that made... The, basically, you scared the shit out of it, but then he also made you laugh at him as a clown because oh, yeah. he was doing all these sexually charged jokes. Because he, he, Tim Curry, was more of a clown. Like at that point, like he was actually doing a lot of the stuff that a normal clown would do, plus mimicking a blowjob at one scene. But still, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure clowns do that a lot too. So you um, both you both read the book, right? Yes. yes. Um, was there anything in the books that maybe they left out in the movie versions? Um, two things. Can, can I? Can I? Can I you I, do your. You do yours, I'm, and there's I'm, another I'm, one that I'm, I want to talk I'm gonna about. do mine. I'm gonna yeah, do mine. Do yours. This is the one thing, because like I said, in the book, like, so they really describe Georgie's whole thing, and so they show that in the new one. One thing that I'm not shocked that they left it out, but <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, like, I can see why they left it out. Uh, in the book, um, the Losers Club, in order basically to gain the power of them basically being united as a united front, they had this, this discussion about virgin and virginity. Um, so they all basically have a child sex orgy, and they all bang yeah. Bev. Yeah. Oh, um, so. in order to basically to not be a virgin anymore, so that way they actually have the power to face Pennywise in the sewer. Yeah, right. quite the imagination Stephen yeah. King has. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> well, every kid is like, you know what? Let's solve the problem. Let's bang chicks. Like that's every <laughs> fucking twelve year old's goal in life is to bang a girl. So I'm guessing, yeah, of course they brought it into this book. Uh, they kind of hinted towards it in this one. In the remake, in the, one of the, the kid, at, at the quarry, at the quarry, when the yeah. kid says, he's like, not even at the quarry. When uh, the kid from Stranger Things, I can't remember his name. I think it's Finn is the actor's name. Literally says, "Oh, is it because I'm a virgin? Is that why I can't? Or I'm not a virgin? Is that why I can't see anything?" Okay, I, 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 until you just mentioned that, I didn't even realize that. But yeah, I, I can, I can I, see where you're. I at. wonder if that's how they kind of their way of bringing it in. Because yeah, I mean, no movie's gonna let a bunch of like. 10 to 15 year old kids have a gangbang scene in like a movie. <laughs> Any movie I have, that's automatic NC-17. Like I, I don't, I don't see um, any transition into that. Um, then um, I think the the biggest scene. I, th I think here's the thing that was hard versus this 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 iteration versus the miniseries. The miniseries basically it almost follows the book, uh, where you have. It starts off with them as adults, it flashes back as kids, it goes to adults, it flashes back as kids, um, right. versus this has their entire adventure uh, as children. So basically, okay. when, they, when the end credits rolled, it basically said, it, it popped up the, the movie title again, it, chapter one. Right. And okay. so the whole, the second, the sequel is going to be the kids growing up and then them uh, facing Pennywise again. Okay. Yeah, that's, so, that's a pretty big difference. There is one other di thing that happens in the books that both movies, actually, the 90 series and this current one, skip over, uh, which is actually a pretty prominent aspect of the book. Uh, which they, they may end up going and doing in the, the next chapter of this new one, um, is at some point the kids decide 
the only way for them to figure out where Pennywise comes from or where it comes from is they do a shit ton of drugs and have like this like weird like fever dream and it actually shows them like where Pennywise is. So they go on like this spiritual journey to find like and it actually tells them like how it came to be and like where it comes from. Which is all well and good, but again, it's one of those things like, can they really show on film a bunch of like freshmen in high school doing a shit ton of like mind altering drugs? Mm. I like, could I could see them maybe starting off the sequel with that, right? I, I, kind of do a quick recap, kind of hey right. origin story, and then get right. into the real story. Or, and I think that maybe they can kick kick out the drugs and show that, as, yeah. or when they come back as adults, maybe as they they come through, and that that's one of the starts is oh let's figure out where this thing came from because it's still around. Yeah. So I think one of the other differences too is like I said one really big difference that I saw um, was the the under usage of. Basically, the, the actor who played Mike Hanlon. Um, so Mike Hanlon, in the original series, he's the librarian. He's basically the one who uh, stays back in Derry um, and basically reunites the group together. Um, Mike Hanlon, in this one, he was the, the son of the farmer who was bringing the meats uh, to like so the, the, the different butchers around town. Um, so you saw very. But they few died scenes. though, right? Then his parents died in the in the, the kid, fire. The, the kid that's yeah, he's died with in the like fire. his yeah. his, his uncle or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That kid. Okay. Yeah, that kid. So the one that, the one that throws the uh, bully down the well and like, yeah. kills him in a yeah. glorious fashion yeah. in this new version. Which th- which is also another difference between this of the this this version versus the the nineties version. Right. Uh, the 90s version actually has oh, what the hell is his name? Um, I don't. I, I forgot what the bully's name is. Um, but in the '90s version, oh Henry, he, is it Henry? Or? Henry Bowers. Henry Henry Bowers. Yeah. So when Henry Bowers in, in the '90s version, um, he's basically pins all the child murders on himself. Was basically basically it basically convinces him to basically take blame for all these child murders. So he's basically institutionalized. And then what ends up happening is fast forward to when the kids are adults. Pennywise shows back up to Henry Bowers and says, "Hey, you know what? You need to escape out of here. You need to go murder those kids. You need to you need to finish the job. You need to you need, you need to go out and murder them." So right. basically, what they sort of did in the movie, because he kind of like, I don't want to say possessed him, but but when in that scene when he kills Convinced his dad, him. he convinces yeah. them to go kill the kids. Yeah. Right. Hey, all those kids that you basically have threatened to kill, why don't you go kill them? Yeah. Well, I think at some point, like Pennywise was probably just knowing that his time was up because these yeah. kids were starting to. To well, get the idea. Well, by that, the point that Henry Bowers kills his dad in the movie is those kids really don't fear Pennywise anymore. And no. Pennywise needs them to fear him. So that that's the thing that I think made it very real is that bullying. Like, that kid did a great job of being a psychopath. Oh, like, oh yeah, no. The he, kid in this new version that plays Henry, yeah. fucking props to him because that is the best version of a psychopath I've ever seen in my entire well, life. Well, you see that transition as soon as his dad takes that gun from him because they're playing with a gun in like the backyard and his dad's a cop or the chief of police and he comes and he's like, what the hell's going on? He grabs the gun from him tries and starts to walk away but turns around and fires the gun at his kid, like at his feet. Scares the shit out of him, and then makes basically him, makes him piss his pants. Yeah, like in front of two, uh, in front of two other bullies that are like following him. So now he's emasculated in front of his crew. So you sort of see that transition between yeah, I'm this badass too. Well, I, I'm not shit. Yeah. And so then he sees the balloon. He finds the knife. He kills his dad. 
you know, the rest is, is history. And I, I think, I, here's the thing, in terms of the actual bullies between so the 90s version and the I absolutely love this version oh, of Henry Bowers so much better. Henry and his crew are amazing in this Well, play. because, like I said, it, it, I said with, like, the poor, like, can you imagine, like I said, that, you know, you, you being bullied and some like kid fucking cars up your fucking stomach? Right. So did they, did they do that in the original one? No, they did not, not do that. Okay, because I was going to say, yeah. like, that, so, that would have so been, like, totally they, they faux pas for the 90s. In the original, right. Right. Too much. The, the other thing too that you got to think is is in the they had to make a big jump from even the books in that one because back in the day like Stephen King when he wrote this was in the eighties and like the kids were in the fifties growing up. Yeah, I so, read that on IMDb. I was looking up the original. And I yeah, think yeah. it takes place in like the fifties or sixties, and then they fast forward to the eighties. To, to yeah, the 80s. right. So I mean, take mid eighties minus twenty seven years. Right, that's the big thing. So you're going back into like the the late fifties, early sixties. So trying to relate that book directly into things like bullies back then were way different than in the eighties. You know, yeah. like there's no difference. Yeah. So there's no they, way you're inviting my girl to the, the sock hop. Yeah, you're you're not going there. You're how dare you take her for an ice cream milkshake? You know, like no, like in this one, it's the kids like I'm gonna run your ass over with my fucking Trans Am and then carve my name in your stomach. Like good on them for making that kid like. A fucking tormentor. Like, but also, too, the fact that it took place in the 80s and they gave him a bullet the, was fantastic. It was yeah. great. Awesome. 1989, kid has the greatest mullet I've ever seen in my entire life. It was phenomenal. I do have to say I liked how they sort of stood up each of the kids' fears um, individually. throughout the movie individually. Yeah. yeah, but I think what really sort of terrified me about the movie in general was... Conventionally speaking, scary movies that always happens in the dark or in, in cramped quarters, like or in that spooky house. Right. But like you have the hypochondriac kid who's just picking up his medicine that fell on the ground, and there is his fear right there in front of him, in the middle of the fucking street, right. in the middle or of the broad daylight. It, like it's Ben, right? The, the fat kid. Ben's, Ben's the, yeah, the fat, ben kid. The fat yeah. kid. Ben's so the fat when kid. he's just just happens to be in the library, and then all of a sudden, like yeah. shit happens in the yeah. library to bring him, and the in that fucking movie that headless oh, thing so I'm glad you brought that up scary like, so I went home and pulled up the Fitbit app because I had yeah. it's got the HR sensor and it runs yeah. all day oh, and I was watching and you actually see the peaks and valleys yeah. <laughs> throughout the movie it was hilarious Leo the analyst <laughs> yeah. so well no because during that specific scene um, and they did it throughout the whole movie when Pennywise is like chasing towards the kids or running towards them like they sort of like build this Creepy ass suspense or they motion. Were very good about yeah, terrified the hell out of me because I'm telling you, I like felt all the. Whoosh, and now that doesn't mean like you know that you're scared of sight. You scared the shit out of me. Okay. <laughs> now, no, now, now, Larry, I said, did you said, like, in in terms of scary movies? I know you didn't see this specific scary movie. Like I said in terms of scary movies, I said, do you like the like the, the scare like jump out scares or like I said do you find it more scary like the with the, with the up in the gore or what's what's your fixing in, in scary movies. Cool. I'm glad you asked that because I was actually going to lead, lead us there too. Um, I, I'm not the biggest horror guy. Uh, that's why I chose not to go with you guys. <laughs> um, so, scary movies. Pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, so then like as I was driving over here, I was trying to think of like what my favorite scary movie was, right? So I'm going to put you guys kind of on the spot and ask you too. But um, I think that the one that stands out to me uh, it was Leprechaun 5, Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, God. Leprechaun, <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood. In the hood. Yes. So you can't beat the Vegas one, man. Leprechaun 3. I don't think series. I've seen that one. Oh, it's the best one. Uh, I'm going to have to go check that go out. check out 3. Right? I just have fond memories of watching that with my friends, like at my friend's grandma's house, probably like 16 or 17 <laughs> for whatever reason. 
Um, I think I tend to like the goofy horror more than anything, right? And the yeah. scary or extremely gory. The, the Leprechaun movies definitely fill yeah. that. From the first one with Jennifer Aniston all the way up to, I think they have what, Leprechaun in the Hood 2 yeah. at this point? Well, well here, I, I'm going to pause for a second because I see Leo's like, wait, Jennifer Aniston's in the first Leprechaun? I got to go watch this. Wait, no, no. <laughs> first of all, it's Rachel. In it's the first Rachel. Leprechaun. I don't know who this Jennifer Aniston yeah. is. Yeah, Rachel is in the first uh, Leprechaun, Leo. Look it up. Very well. So it's like, I know what Leo's on Leo's watch list. Yep. <laughs> so bank bank is full. What would you say is your favorite horror movie, Leo? I'd have to say mine is a cross between Poltergeist um, or even Saw. I like, I loved the first yeah, Saw. Yeah, Saw was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge, like, I, gore doesn't bother me uh, and I don't look for it either, but I think the way they did the first Saw was perfect in what they were trying to portray the rest of them were shit garbage. yeah the first saw was good because you didn't know what the fuck no. was right. going on and then homeboy gets up off the floor yeah. but let's be yeah, honest how many good. times can this guy beat brain cancer and keep coming back right when oh i'm, I'm not dead i just <laughs> was thinking it when i saw that i had no idea what it was right right at all um I had a previous job where I worked the graveyard shift and we may have just watched movies instead of actually <laughs> doing our job. So somebody else brought that in and they're like, hey, let's watch Saw. No clue what it was. Great movie, right? No expectation, nothing. And like you said, the ending was just spectacular. Yeah. I feel like the Saw franchise kind of got watered down because there's been, you know, a dozen sequels or right, whatever. Yeah. Well, I think the, another one's coming out yeah, this J- year. Jigsaw. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not it's the, the same. same. It's an origin story. You No, first off, <laughs> you have ruined it. After like three movies... Your shit's fucking garbage at that point. Well, like, then they went 3D, like four so or five 3D. in. And then wow. they had, like when they do the, the final destination, the final chapter. Oh, but wait, we had one more. Like, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> like, seriously. Well, and none of the originals are in the final chapter. So, I mean, you can't, what chapter of what yeah. book are you using? Who, 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 yeah, what is it? The, the never ending yeah. story. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's encyclopedia. End of the, the final chapter. <laughs> it's, it's an encyclopedia. It's end of... You know, the last chapter of volume one. Yeah, like. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, okay, so my turn for scary movies? Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I, ha- I have two. Um, I have one movie that, said that can actually happen, and two one is it two that just scared the living piss out of me. Um, one that can actually happen, and the reason why, I said, and that's why I find it scary, is Last House on the Left. The original one. I have not, not the remake. seen those. Not the remake. Uh, the remake was still really, really good. Um, but I said the original Last House on the Left. Um, so just so I can give you some premise, Leo. Um, spoiler alert, uh, in case you haven't seen a movie from 1974. Right. Like this guy. Um, we'll add so that one in there. Basically, the story goes is there's this girl, and she ends up getting like raped and beaten uh, by the, these, these group of guys. And what ends up happening is... Uh, she makes it her way home. She fu- she is able to tell her parents, and then she uh, I think she ends up dying. Um, in, that, in that version, she dies. In, I that, think in the in, remake, in, she lives. Yeah, I think in the remake, she lives. But in that version, she dies. But correct us if we're wrong. Leave yeah, it in the comments. Yeah, leave it in the comments. Like I said, I, it's, I haven't seen it forever. It's been a while. Um, but what ends up happening is is that their car breaks down outside the parents' house, and these three guys and uh, these three guys go into the house saying, "Hey, you know, can we use your phone? Our car broke down." They realize that that's the same, those are the same group of guys that basically did all this to their daughter. So they go all fucking banana sandwich on these guys. (laughs) Banana sandwich. Where they go ape shit on these people. They go go torturing them beyond belief. So the wife, and like, so I'm gonna describe one of the scenes. Like I said, it's 
completely it, freaky. This is weird because this is not the first time Jeremy has described this scene. Let's yes. just put it this it, way. It, yeah, I, this, is his, this is his favorite. Yeah, so the, so the mom is down by the lake and with one of the guys, she's like, hey, you know what? I'm so glad you came by because I want to leave my husband, this, that, and the other. She's like, hey, do you want a blowjob? And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. So she's going on, she's going downtown on this guy. And then what do you think happens? She bites it off. Oh. Spits it out. Jeez. Oh, it's, it's like I said, it, scary movie because it's going to happen. Another one I won't go into as much detail. The Exorcist, complete classic. But yeah. like I said, it's, it's still yeah, that is a completely scary. Scott, what about you? Um, so that's a fucking loaded question for someone like me that loves horror movies. Yeah, your answer should uh, just be yes. Yes, I love anything horror movie. My problem is I like good horror movies, and there's not that many of them. Um, it actually comes down to another Stephen King. I think one of my favorite horror movies is The Shining. Shining is yeah, good. That's the, a good the choice. Shining, Shining is a the great shit out of movie because it's so strange. Jack Nicholson, um, like the, Jack Nicholson, sells that kills character. that shit. Yeah. Sells that character. Uh, just the the here's Johnny scene where he breaks down the door, and like the fact that Stanley Kubrick tortured uh, was it Mary Shelley is yeah. the is the actress's name when he fucking tortured her on set so much that she was like on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Then he filmed her scenes like. Funny thing is, I just rewatched that the other day, and I right. forgot how good the music is. Yeah, in, the music is, is, is like, uh, in the Shining as everything well. Everything was great. So basically, the, when he's coming up the stairs, and Jack Nicholson's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your fucking head in." Like that scene, I think they did that like over a hundred times. So Mary Shelley was just like, Jack Nicholson is of course crazy, so he's fine doing it the same thing. <laughs> At first, Mary Shelley was like, "Oh, I'm scared," and then the, by the last time, she was like terrified because. It's been like well, four he does days. It's such filming. a great job of yeah. it. It's a great job. So Shining is probably one of my favorite horror movies. I'm kind of looking at the, this list of some of the all-time ones. I mean, Psycho's always great. Psycho's um, always a great one, yeah. One of them, I think it's actually still on uh, Netflix right now, is uh, Babadook. Uh, the ba- Babadook. Ba- ba- Babadook was good. Great horror movie, and it actually ends up having... Um, kind of a weird ending for horror movies. It actually ends up well for people. No. Like... Surprisingly, not bad as most horror movies end up having like this bad ending. Um, nothing beats though a good B horror movie. Like I, I, we had talked about this a little bit earlier uh, in the week, but uh, there's this company Troma that comes out. So we're kind of uh, Troma Films. Yes. James Gunn came from there doing a lot of the writing. They are the kings of uh, B horror movies, and you know they find people that have. No experience doing movies, but have are good at like prosthetics, and so they have them come in. And uh, one of their movies I always love is Terra Firmer. Uh, first off, a because it has a dickless uh, Ron Jeremy <laughs> as one of the characters in there, where he's like wearing somebody else's face, but they've like made it look like he has no penis, <laughs> and he's running around like without just naked Ron Jeremy <laughs> running around with no dick, like hilarious. And somebody gets eaten by an escalator, and there's a scene where an old lady just randomly finds this pregnant chick on the side of the street. She's like, oh, cute baby. And then he's like, what? And she reaches in and pulls this like fetus out, this lady. Like, it's the worst fucking movie on the planet, but it's so fun to watch. Like, so anything Troma. I haven't seen I that will, forever, and I'm like, I'm like I, I have to go back and, and watch it. Watch anything by Troma. I mean, they're the guys who did the Toxic Avenger, like... The worst movies you can imagine. Like, you think, like, they're like, oh, these are bad, but it's like, they're bad on purpose. Troma. Phenomenal for horror movies. Wow. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Like we went down a crazy rabbit hole because we all got kind of excited about uh, horror movies. 
But overall, like I said, it's definitely worth worth a watch. Yeah. And here's the thing. So what I what I would recommend doing is if said if you haven't seen it in a little while, maybe watch the '90s version before you go into the movie. Uh, just so that way you you can basically see the differences for yourself, but also appreciate right. them both for what they are. Right. Well, and the thing I'll add with this one is, it was it the best movie ever. No. For a horror movie, it's probably one of the best horror movies, like best quality horror movies and best written horror movies I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely recommend it. Agreed. The only reason I docked down that things is little tiny you know pissy little things that we have like there's nothing in it that actually makes it a bad movie it's just i would have liked to see x y and z it's nothing about the movie that i actually have fault with absolutely no i i agree um okay so let's kind of like transition a little bit like i said definitely go see it like i said let us know your thoughts too leave them in the comments um let let us know what you thought of the movie because we'd like to get your guys' take on it as well um this week uh this week we have some interesting buys some interesting things that came in this week and i and i have kind of a a first-time occurrence for me. Oh, yeah? Uh, I've, I've never had it happen before. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> this, this literally left Jeremy speechless when we showed up at the bar before the movie. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it, it, it's a story that happened on the way to the movie where I think I was kind of pissing off Scott because he's like, where the fuck is Jeremy right. yeah. I'm sitting here. I've already had a beer. I'm at the bar. I'm like, you were, you left before me. Like, how the fuck did I get here first? So what'd you get? All right, so first and foremost, I'm always on the lookout for... for Funko Pops and different things like that. And so, I don't know, something something in me told me, you know, hey, you know what, I should stop, you know, just at the GameStop on the way to the movies. So I left. Um, I said, I, I literally left the same time Scott did, maybe even a little bit before. You left like a good three or four minutes because I still had work to do. Yeah. Um, so I said, I, I left. I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm going to stop into this GameStop. It's right next to this, uh, this Asian diner that we, that we all go to typically. And then so I stopped in there and I'm like looking at the Pops and I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, I'm like there's actually a chase. I have never found a chase in the wild uh, before. Like I said, I've bought them online. I've always bought them not for retail price. Uh, I have always found them other places, but I've never right. found one in person. So just because I had no idea what they were, I think Thank it might you. be a good idea. Uh, I see Leo My nodding his head. Yep. Yeah. Um, just explain, what is a chase when you're looking at Pops? Larry. Larry. <laughs> um, I'm an expert. <laughs> so the, the easy answer, right? Um, it's just kind of a variant. Um, it's like a wild card. Uh, right now, the majority of the chases that Funko is putting out for Pops and Dorbs are one and six, right? So you get a case of six. Five of them are going to be all the same, but then the one is the chase variant where maybe it's a repaint or it's got like a holding extra pop. Like it's a subtle difference based than the other five, but it's highly desirable. Nine times out of 10, it's something pretty cool where it gets people fired up and everybody wants to go out and get it. Um, I have found one pop chase in the wild myself. Um, it was actually the alien from Independence Day at a different GameStop. Um, I've gotten a couple of Dorbs off Amazon, right, by luck, uh, one from Hot Topic. Um, but yeah, to find an actual pop chase, there's just so many Funko collectors in this town that it's pretty hard to find them. Or like, even if they get to a collector's hand, right, it's kind of unlikely because the store is probably going to just buy them up. Um, the GameStop, where I actually got that uh, stupid alien chase um the guy who sold it to me turned to his friend is like hey dude i told you you should have bought this and apparently the guy was going to buy it after work and they didn't hide it it was right there on the shelf so it's just a timing thing you got to be lucky you got to be there i've been i know jeremy and i both have been to you know every GameStop and toys r us and walmart 
um, from the east side of town to the west side of town, and it's it's a pretty rare occurrence. So right. Chase isn't it's not because I saw the sticker, and I know oh, like yeah. you've got Walmart, Walgreens uh, stickers on there. So yep. Chase is de- deliberately put out by Funko. Yeah, it's, it's a sticker that they affix to it, and it's their own design that sort of varies. So I guess I don't want to say the word defect, but in my nerdy world of coin collecting, it's mm-hmm. like your double sided coin it's your it's your but this isn't really a defect but it's still sort of the same kind of novelty so it's kind of their collector bait basically oh yeah go out and buy go out and search these stores kind of thing like we're gonna throw one out that's just there like it's to get you out and shopping and then you know when you get to the GameStop or whatever and you're disappointed you didn't find a chase maybe you'll be like oh hey this mint berry crunch pops kind of cool i'm gonna buy that instead yeah. right it's just to get you out there and looking so you spend more money and jeremy this is your first time finding a chase in the well, world and, and here's like so i'm like i was i was, I was thinking about yeah this is my first time where i had this this specific situation happen. wait so what is it all right so i found the the chase porg um what honestly which i'm kind of surprised because like i said with Force Friday being the week before. Dude, Porgapalooza, man. Everybody was Porg nuts, right? loves, loves the Porgs. And, and, and nobody wants. knows what this Porg mm, is, right? Nope. I think... Uh, the, the, the movie hasn't come out yet. The movie no hasn't come out yet. No, no, I know, but it. it's not in the nah, trailer. There, there's a couple no. still photos that they released. And that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. So, I go into this game, find the Chase Porg. I'm like, score. I'm like, I was so excited. I'm like, hey, you know what? I, I found this. And I'm, I'm like, I said, this is midday too. This is like I said, GameStop's been open like three or four hours by this point in time. By, well, by and the, the time thing I has get been there. out for like a week. And it's been out for a week. Yeah. I said we had Force Friday the week yeah. before where everyone was deliberately looking for these things. I'm surprised they even got a restock that fast, right? Absolutely. If that was even not left over from yeah. what they had. So exactly. I said, I'm like, I'm like, at one point in time, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna grab the thing off the shelf. I'm like, wait, I gotta, I gotta document this, so I'm like, I, I, I snap a picture. So I take a picture of it. I'm like, hoping like no one like, grabs it like in front of me. I'm like, hey, you know what? I found it first. Finders keepers, it's mine. Um, so I take that, take my picture, grab it up. I look behind the box. There's an identical chase right behind it. What? Yeah. So there's there's two chases. What's well, so one right behind the other? I'm like, okay. This this never happens. No, that's awesome. That's rarer than a double rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it so, is rarer than. It. Actually, I think it is probably by chance rarer than a double rainbow. Right. So so I I said of course I had to get both. Um, not for the fact that hey you know I'm gonna go like scalp them and like you know like, screw someone else out there for like oh yeah here you know here's fifty bucks. Right, I just bought it for like ten bucks. Yeah, I was gonna ask if these retail at the same price as the retail. Normal pop. They're, yeah, they, yeah, there's no difference in prices. It's just. Yeah. Really, you gotta find these. Yeah, you gotta limited find them. edition ones. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I well, that's what what I wanted to do was I'm like I wanted to see like I said if anybody needed it, and I said Larry in our group he said he needed the uh, the pork chase, and so I ended up actually giving that pork to him. Sweet, thank Score. you. Super happy to have a pork chase. <laughs> yeah. Little porgy with his mouth open. It's pretty nice. That's what she said. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Um, so that was probably the most exciting moment of the week. You got, um, you got some other Star Wars stuff though too, right? I did. Like I said, all my stuff that I ordered on Force Friday finally started kind of trickling in. Awesome. Um, so I had the Commander Cody pops that came in uh, from Walgreens because those hit Walgreens. Uh, we, we we posted that to uh, our Instagram, just kind of letting everyone know that those were out on Walgreens. I don't know if they still are. Um, but got those in person. I said, Larry, check those out with me today. I said, they're actually pretty cool looking. Yeah, they're pretty nice, right? Like, it's Commander Cody um, holding little holographic 
blue kind of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, so Emperor, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's holding so basically like, holographic yeah, Palpatine. When he orders uh, Order sixty six, Order sixty six. Yeah. yeah, so basically exactly, when, when, yeah. when that occurs, yeah. that, that, that's kind of what this captures. Yeah. Right. So we got that. Um, I end up getting two of those. I didn't ask Larry if he needed that one. I don't know if he needs that one or not. Uh, I'm probably good, but thank you. Um, so that might be up for grabs. So, so the second one might be up for grabs for the 100 subscriber contest. I think that sounds like a great idea. Um, so, we, so we got that one. Uh, maybe we'll give you guys a choice. Uh, I got another package in uh, earlier this week. Um, we also got the flocked uh, Chewbacca holding the porg. Um, from Fye, that one's pretty awesome. Uh, that one, like I said, I'm really surprised that the. Like I said normally, I said the, the flocking, you know, it's, it's hit or miss. The flocking on this one actually looks really, really good. Both boxes came in super awesome shape. Uh, so like I said I, I, I ordered two just like to see if I, you know, if both boxes would come in good shape. Because um, like I said, if they were going to keep the, the better of the two, they actually ended up both coming out really, really good. So we might do one of those for the giveaway too. Like I said we don't know. Um, so kind we'll of stay tuned. We get, we'll see as we get closer to 100. As yeah. we get closer to 100, like, we'll, we'll put it out there for a choice. Well, I think right. the important takeaway is, dude, if you're listening, there's going to be a lot of giveaways. So yeah. Yeah. stay close to our Instagram and, you know, we'll post stuff up on YouTube and listen to the podcast. You'll be the first ones to hear it. Um, we got tons of shit to give away. Right. We might do some raffle copter stuff where you get a point or an entry for following us on Twitter or whatever, but then... Uh, we were talking about doing like special codes for podcast listeners. So just keep an eye everywhere we are. You'll get more chances to get some free stuff. Yeah, like I said I, I think I said, we, I said we all got excited with this first very first giveaway. Yeah, and it, it's something that we want to make sure that we continue to do. One, just to say thank you to the community out there, and thank you to our listeners, thank you to our YouTube subscribers, thank you to our Instagram subscribers, thank you to our Twitter subscribers, thank you to our Facebook subscribers. Um, like I said, we just want to say thank you to out there. Like I said, we can't give something to everybody but at least we can give you the opportunity to basically give you something cool. right yep thanks everybody thank you drew <laughs> getting brownie points getting brownie points it's a shout out <laughs> um so pop wise right let's let's talk about that a little more oh hold up hold up um larry got something too um so jeremy talked about what he got um i actually got one thing i did not purchase it um i'm semi-active on the funko message board um i entered a giveaway and uh i actually won um yeah, it was pretty awesome, right? So there's so, actual winners to uh, those Funko uh, giveaways that I see online all the uh, time? There, there are. There are. Um, so my, my prize was um, a Freddy Funko Dorbs from Funko HQ. That's cool. Uh, um, that is pretty from, cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad, man. I, I love the Dorbs. I love the Freddy Dorbs. So uh, it went to a good home. Um, it's actually from the actual grand opening weekend. Um, it's not a grand opening exclusive because I think they're restocking this one, but I know the dude who got it. He actually bought it on that weekend. Hooked me up with a nice brown paper shopping bag, too. So I've got a pretty awesome Funko HQ shopping That's bag. That's cool. There you go. Um, so I'm happy. Two, two nice things for my, my Funko collection. That's awesome. Uh, some big announcements this week. Uh, so we uh, our next wave of exclusives coming up or from New York Comic Con. Man, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like San Diego just finished up and we're already talking New York Comic Con, right? So When is New York scheduled for? Uh, first week in October. Yeah, first week in October. Oh, yeah. wow. I think as, as we look through the lineup, though, Larry, how excited are you for the uh, New York Comic Con lineup? Uh, I'm pretty excited. Um, actually, there, there's a few things that you know are, are okay, but there's one that kind of got my attention that they announced late last week. Um, kind of random, right? But it's a Land of the Lost Pop from the Silly Stack. Um, it's going to be shared with Toy Tokyo, so I don't know how that's going to go. Um, never had to deal with that mess before, but uh, I will be owning a Slee Stack pop Every, here. Everyone loves the Slee Stack. That's it. Like, Do they? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's the, it, it, 
What do you remember from Land of the Lost other than the Sleestacks? Sleestacks. Maybe that one little furry guy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like Land of the Lost. Man, I bring yeah. you back. Yeah. Right. There's nothing other than the little lizard people I, that anyone ever remembers. Like, that is the best thing they could have brought out as a pop. So, one thing that, I, that I'm that i super excited for, and it's something that I, I, I fell in love with the chrome variant blue from, from San Diego that Toy Tokyo had. Did you get it? Uh... I never got it. Oh. I I couldn't I couldn't spend two hundred something bucks on it. Uh, I just gonna bring myself to do it. But then I saw that they have a black chrome uh, Batman coming out, which I actually made him kind of like a little, slightly better. I'm sure it's at least as good. It, it, it's just as good. And so I said that one's coming out. There's a rumor that it's going to be shared too, right? Yeah, it's a rumor it's going to be shared. I think it's going to be shared with Barnes and Noble. I think. All right. I think that's, what, I think that's what the rumor that is. Sound, that sounds achievable. So. So maybe it's so it's within reach. So one thing I, I know two people at this table will actually have the New York Comic Con days off. Uh, we're, we're actually going to be going out and actually shooting some videos, uh, picking up some some of those exclusives. So. Right. So hopefully you can grab that Batman. I'll probably be looking for that one too. Um, there's a lot of Star Wars stuff too that got announced. Um, right to follow up with Force Friday, they just hit you with a whole nother wave of Star Wars. Um, some Rogue One pops, which is kind of surprising, but they look pretty good. Considering it's a year old. Yeah, right. I feel like the Rogue One buzz is dead, but um, a couple pretty cool just things like there. Just like most of the characters in Rogue One. Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> so you mentioned we're going out on on um, th- those days. Do they? So they release pops nationwide, like the Force Friday kind of did. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like movie like releases where like. There's an embargo until a certain day to release those. And so these com well, so will these Disney's New York Comic Con exclusives have the sticker on it, like at GameStop, that they're exclusives, or yeah. So do you have to get those on site? So what they'll what they'll do is they they kind of do two different stickers. They do one so for they'll do the actual New York Comic Con sticker actually at New York Comic Con. Okay. And then I think the ones this year because pretty sure they actually had New York Comic Con on them. They Uh, did. but, But this year they're actually doing a fall convention exclusive. So basically, uh, okay. there's, there's same thing that you get at the convention. It just has the different sticker, the, the fall convention. Exclusive. That you weren't in New York for. Yeah, that you weren't exactly. in New York. Gotcha. So, right, they do the same thing with San Diego. Um, they actually did the same thing with Emerald City Comic Con for Seattle, uh, okay. too. So it's become a three-headed monster of convention <laughs> shared exclusives. Um, this is probably number two, right? This yeah. is the, the second biggest one. And see, I'm, I, like I said, while I love, like I said, it, the New York sticker, I'm like, I'm not such a big sticker guy. I'm more like, if I actually have the exclusive, I, I could care less about the actual sticker. I just I just wanted it. Specifically, Chrome Batman, like I said, that will be mine. I will find it. I will hunt you. you I will find you. I will find you. <laughs> and I will buy you. And I will, I will buy, buy you. you. <laughs> so, actually, talking about Comic-Con, uh, that leads us into uh, some new news that we have here. Um, that uh, we were... I guess invited here to come down to the Tucson, Arizona Comic Con uh, here at the beginning of November. So I think Jeremy, you and I are going to be heading down there for that event. This is the, yeah, this is the first convention that we're actually covering. Yeah, so we'll actually have some official coverage of the Tucson Comic Con. So not a huge one, but it's a good step forward. It's a, well, and here's the thing: there's there's some there's some good guests that are coming. Like I said, in, in terms of the comic comic guests, like I said. You got Neil Adams coming, so yeah. like I said, iconic Batman, you know, you know, illustrator. You know, it's just he's he's the best that there was at the time. I mean, and looking at celebrity guests, speaking of Batman, I mean, Billy D. Williams, the original person set for uh, Two Face. I want a picture with him. Yeah. Like if I can get that, like <laughs> I'll be happy. 
Fucking Lando. Yeah, Lando. Hell yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's Lando. Pretty rad. Um, yeah. yeah, you got Gates McFadden who played uh, Beverly Crusher uh, on uh, on the on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Well, and we bring up uh, horror movies a lot. Uh, a lot of the original cast: uh, Barry Bostick, Nell Campbell, and uh, Patricia Quinn from uh, the original Rocky horror movie are all going to be there too. So. It's a pretty good lineup, right? right. For, for, for Tucson, for, Tucson Comic-Con. Yeah. for a smaller con like that, like yeah. they have some decent people showing up, some good comics, some good people in, from movies that aren't at traditional cons. Yeah, and I feel like they just started announcing people too. Those Rocky Horror ones they just dropped on like Thursday or Friday of last week, right, so yeah. there so might be is, some more surprises. This is some new stuff for us. So um, this will be the first con that we get to officially go to. I know Jeremy, you and I have gone to quite a few. Larry's gone to San Diego quite a few times. Yeah. Um, I've gone to one. Leo went to yeah, one. Leo went to one. <laughs> I volunteered at one. Yeah, Leo worked one. Yeah. Well, except, well, here's the thing. So you, you got to meet two. Like I so said, the two places that you were volunteering though were probably the two of the coolest places. You got to volunteer at George Perez's booth, and yeah. you got to interact with George Perez, and then you Kevin got to, Eastman. Kevin Eastman, like, so yeah. the creator of the Ninja Turtles, and who actually gave you a signed print. Yeah. Uh, Which was funny. Is he, so he asks, you know, what's your name, and I tell him Leo, not thinking anything <laughs> of it. He's like, oh, I think I could spell that. I'm like, oh, I get it. I yeah. see what you did there. You were the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that's awesome so if you see jeremy and scott at tucson comic con if you're if you're going out to that one be sure to say hi we might have some stuff to give you yeah yeah we'll have some stuff to give you and uh you know let us know if you recognize us as the scs guys there are some videos that show both jeremy and i's face so you should be able to tell who we are and uh you'll probably know us because we'll be rigged up with as many fucking cameras as we possibly <laughs> have uh to cover that event We'll basically be pseudo paparazzi, but for like nerd shit. Yeah, like we'll be ner- nerdarazzi. <laughs> nerdarazzi. Nerdarazzi. Yeah, heard it here first. Nerdarazzi. Not, not nerd Nazi. Nerdarazzi. <laughs> um, so we're uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited to actually go down there and uh, go. I think we're we'll be down there uh, for sure on Saturday that week, potentially for- depending on you know the other our times other days, but for sure we'll both be down there on uh, Saturday. I think maybe we should get T-shirts made up. Yeah, I, if I could afford a t-shirt, I would buy one, Leo, but that's not going to happen. Uh, as, we, as we grow, like I said, we'll see if the audience wants some t-shirts, too, and then yeah. we, can, we can go ahead and offer t-shirts to the audience, too. We'll, we'll have something for giveaway for people who are interested or want to go ahead yeah, and sign we, up. Yeah, we, we will like have that. something to give away. We'll have some giveaways for something, at least something to give out to people uh, for uh, Tucson Comic Con while we're down there. Something... We'll call it the uh, Tucson Comic Con exclusive for right now. Hey. And hey. <laughs> and, and maybe I said, maybe I said, if we run into you in, in Tucson, I said, like, maybe I said, we might do an exclusive contest for, for Tucson. Right. Um, I said, still to be determined. I said, that maybe we might do it. Um, I said, it's, just, it's important to uh, just kind of stay tuned to the podcast so that way we can figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, pretty exciting, right? I, we're, we're pretty excited to be able to head down to Tucson and cover that con. Um, you know what else gets me excited? Women's underwear. Yeah, I bet it whoa, does. Whoa, Yeah, so that, which leads us into uh, our kind of sponsor. So as you probably heard, this is the first time we actually had what we'll call a bumper at the beginning of our episode here. Um, we, we become official. We have a sponsor. So, uh, so, last, so last week became official because we actually have legitimate equipment. This week become even more like official. Super official. We're right. super because, official because we actually have a sponsor uh, that's yes. actually sponsoring us. Yes, we have somebody that actually cares to actually associate their name with ours. Who are our friends? Who are yeah? Who are our friends? Oh, who, who? are? Our yes, friends? who are I these new friends? Saying, I thought that was a question, not a statement. I thought you were saying <laughs> who are our friends? Well, that too. Uh, but uh, yeah, so our friend, uh, our friends, or our sponsor here this week is Frisky Bridges, which is. 
Um, I, on this show, we, what we do is a lot of unboxing, right? We have a whole bunch of nerd shit sent to us all the week. So this is basically more geared towards women, right? It's a monthly subscription box for sexy underwear. All right. Right? So they send you two pairs of underwear in various styles uh, each month. So you get a box each month of something surprise underwear. Pretty good like, price, too. $14 right. shipped. Right. Well, yeah. wait, wait, hold before I say $14 ship, we can actually save our listeners money. Right. Yeah. No yeah. way. So we yeah. do have a 15% off coupon that you can use uh, for any order. It's FBSTS. If you put that in on the coupon box when you're ordering, it, it will save you 15%, which drops it down to what? About like uh, just over $11? It's just over $11. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a really good deal to me. It is. So, Very good deal for so, women's underwear. If you've ever gone shopping at anywhere like Victoria's Secret... You're not getting anything for about seven dollars a pair. Yeah. I trust me on that. The wife drags me shopping everywhere. So yeah, three three of us at the table have wives. So. Yeah. <laughs> and we've all had to be dragged underwear shopping. Yeah. It is a good price uh, to have for at least two guaranteed pair every month. Yep. They also let you do gift subscriptions too, right? So yes. you can go on purchase it for your wife, your girlfriend, maybe even Leo's mom. Just a tester. <laughs> Whoa! Easy. I know I will. <laughs> Um, so we told the, we told some of our friends at work, um, all the girls were excited. Um, I'd say go check them out on Instagram at frisky britches. Um, their website is shopfriskybritches.com. Um, check it out. They're yeah. p- supposed to be sending us a surprise mystery box here pretty soon. So you may see a video of us, uh, so me fat and, guys yeah, un- so un- uh, unboxing that. So, so me, me and Scott are, are, are really excited to do that unboxing just so that way we can share that with you just because... Um, across the the entire you know YouTube realm, we haven't seen a single unboxing of this. No so we, one unboxes underwear, so, apparently. So we will be the exclusive unboxers of the Frisky Britches package that we right. have. Right, we'll be the first and probably the last, considering it's two fat guys doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's fun. That's it's fun. It's a it's a it's a new venue for us to get into, to be honest. And again, with us having wives. It's a great thing for anyone with their wives, girlfriends, or Leo's mom. Yeah. It's, it's a little silly, but it's a great product. Seriously, check it out. You'll love the styles. You'll love the girls. It's pretty awesome. Um, while you're checking them out, you should probably check us out on everything too, right? Yes. We're, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, SGSGuys.com. Yep. You can iTunes listen. and Google Play now. Exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. We Which dropped- has made us... Ultra official. <laughs> yes. Can yes. we get any more official now at this point? Don't, I don't believe so. Don't forget about SoundCloud um, and the YouTube channel, right? Yeah. yeah so like I said, um, feel free to message us, you know, throughout any medium. Like I said we like I said we all constantly monitor that, and so in pretty much if you message us, you'll typically get a reply. Um, at and least like within said, 24 hours. Yeah, because we sure. so we really really want to hear from you. We appreciate our audience so much. Um, like I said, we want to continue to tailor this Wait, show and all of our videos. Appreciate or appreciate. Oh, don't get me started a fucking <laughs> Meister from last week. Um, Would you say this is our inaugural sponsor? <laughs> this is our inaugural. inaugural. This is our inaugural sponsor. <laughs> so like I said, we, we, so we, 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 uh, so we super appreciate all of you guys out there. Like I said, we want to make sure that we're interacting with the entire community so that way we can bring you relevant content that you want. Yeah, we got some good feedback on, on YouTube. So shout out to you guys. Uh, shout out to Stacy for coming on for that uh, Game of Thrones episode last right. week. She's always giving us some good feedback. And uh, keep going on to our episode three and posting your comments because we still have a few more subscribers to go before we select that random comment off of there to uh, get that uh, BB9 pop. 
And so we're capping that one at 50. And I said, and, we're, and I said, all the people who entered into the original 100 are still entered into the the new 100 subscriber giveaway that we're going to be doing. Awesome. All right. And that looks like we are out of time for this week, guys. And for this week's episode, I'm Jeremy. I'm Leo. Hey, I'm Larry. And I'm Scott. And we are the SCS guys. Have a great night, guys. <laughs>